Then it says, I will rejoice and be exceedingly glad. It doesn't talk about the problems that you had this morning <laughs> or yesterday or the, uh, your past life. This is the day. This is an action day. I will rejoice. <laughs> Are you rejoicing today? Sometimes uh, I was just thinking about the songs that we're singing, uh, the words that are coming out of the mouth, the, the, the words up on the screen. These are just words and expressions of an experience. And when you're on this side of the experience where you haven't experienced that, they're just words. They're just pleasant notes. But when you actually get to taste and see that the Lord is good, you can't explain it. Words don't do it. <laughs> Songs don't do it. Oh, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice today. I'm going to be exceedingly glad if you like it or not. <laughs> Praise our God. He has done so much for us. You love the, God, you love the Lord this morning? Amen. Thank you for the water, brother. Well, um, this morning we're going to, um, with the help of the Lord, we're going to get a magnifying glass out. We're going to dive deep into the incredible power of Proverbs 3 and uh, verse 5 and 6. Familiar scripture. Most of you know that. Most of you have it memorized. Go ahead and grab your Bibles. Turn to Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. You know what's so interesting about coming here at church? There's nothing new. <laughs> There's nothing new. We're not going to tell you anything new. I might say something at a little different angle, but there's no, nothing new that uh, we're going to be preaching today. So these uh, short um, two verses have incredible power. I would say to me, I mean, there's lots of scriptures that you could talk about that will change your life. These two scriptures here, if you combine them together and not just read them, but apply them to your life, I don't care what problem you're going through. I don't care if you're stuck, if you're saved, or if you're not saved. If you use these scriptures and not just read them and you apply them to your life step by step, you're going to see a, a, major, a major life change in your life. That's why I'm excited. I understand these scriptures, and I haven't just read them. I proved them. I tested them. I try them daily, and they work. <laughs> Let's read Proverbs 3 and 5. Just that first word, trust. Ooh, it's loaded. <laughs> trust. You can bring a whole series on that word, trust. Verse 5 says, trust in the Lord. And now it's going to tell us how to trust in the Lord. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not unto your own understanding. As I was singing that song, song it said, uh, oh, blessed thought, my sins are gone, leaning on Jesus' breast. If, if you're going to lean, that's where you need to lean. Right here it says, 
and lean not unto your own understanding. Verse 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. And guess what? He will direct thy paths. Whoo, that's exciting news to me because I found it to be true. Praise our God. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and stand. And um, it is interesting how we do pray at the beginning of the services and we pray for the service and we pray for the prayer. But I need prayer. <laughs> so if you could pray with me. Heavenly Father, you see, we're just a, a vessel, God. We ask that you'd help us to empty ourselves of us, that you'd fill it with you, God, that you'd speak through these, this mind, these lips, this heart. Oh, God, uh, the things that we can't um, express, that you would express it through the Holy Ghost. We pray that you'd have your divine will and way, and we're so thankful, so grateful. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for standing. By the show of hands, just curious, how many of you, um, this scripture right here, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, how many of you have that as one of your favorite scriptures? Not maybe the favorite, but one of your favorite scriptures. Quite a few of you. So you're, you're familiar with this. But I'm telling you, if you have, I want you to look back in your life. Are you struggling with anything? Anything. Um, you can apply these scriptures to this and it will help you. It doesn't matter if you're saved or non-saved, like I said. It doesn't matter if you're the most evil person in the world or you're the saint of all saints. <laughs> these scriptures right here are going to help us change our lives. See, the wisdom of uh, Proverbs, these, these, this proverb here is going to catapult you to a place called peace to assurance, to well-being. And I'm just chuckling inside because I'm, I'm saying these words that are just coming out words, peace. Peace is an experience that you experience. Well-being is such a wonderful place to be in. I don't like struggling. I struggled in my life before I found God. This is on the other side of struggling, peace and well-being, <laughs> blessed assurance. <laughs> I love that place. So as we go through this proverb, um, these are not just instructions to make you feel better or to become a better person. These are words applied will change your life. I don't know. I'm excited. I am up here scared and excited. <laughs> kind of like you've been on a roller coaster before. It's scary and it's exciting at the same time. It's like you don't want to do it, but you do. And then when you're done, you want to do it again. <laughs> so in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, there are four elements here. When you combine them together, you become unstoppable. And I meant, I meant to say that, by the way. You become unstoppable. This isn't just hyperbole. This is true. 
and we'll, we'll continue. The four elements, we'll talk about that. I separated it into like four legs. And we already read it. The first leg is to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Second is to lean not into your own understanding. The third, in all thy ways acknowledge him. And the fourth is to direct thy paths, and he shall direct thy paths. So the way I want to explain this, and this is really important because all those are very, very important things you can apply to your life, and they all work. But the power of them, uh, I kind of look at it as a table. Each one of those is a leg to the table. So the first leg, what is it? Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. This leg is absolutely strong and stable, but it's not going to do the trick all by itself. You can't stand on this, just one leg. It's a good leg, and you need this leg. It's not bad. It's wonderful. The second leg, lean not onto your own understanding. Okay? This is getting better. A little lopsided, though. I'm not going to, I can't stand on that. And then we got the fourth one. Oh, in all thy ways, acknowledge him. There we go. We got this. Whoa. It's standing, though. It's pretty good. I think I can do this with three legs. So in all thy ways. So, but you know, one day, it's not going to stand. It's going to, with, with, without all four legs, without all four legs, it's going to fall. Now this is stable. Now I can stand, I'm not going to stand on it. But you, you understand what I'm saying. You can stand on these, the scripture here. It will support you. And I am telling you, you take away one of these legs, you are going to struggle. You're going to have a hard time in life. This is an equation where you put them all together. You know, I often talk about epoxy. It's a glue where you mix two parts together. It becomes an incredible bond. This is so, you need all four of these parts. And it's the most incredible bonds that you can have. So let's dive a little deeper into this firm uh, set of instructions. I want you to, I'm going to leave that there to remind you of what we're talking about. How God can help us. So the first element or the first leg we're going to talk about is the last leg. We're going to go backwards. Um, so what was the last one? It says, he shall direct thy paths. That is, that is so encouraging to me, knowing that um, someone is there to guide, to direct me, to tell me, to direct me. I don't know. I was a director of my path one day. And the path that I went down was pretty bumpy. Um, but the scripture says, and he shall direct. Who, who's he? The Lord. If you read a couple other translations, um, instead of saying, and he shall direct thy paths, there's one that says, and he will make 
straight your paths? Like, he will make straight my path? Well, that's an interesting concept. Well, okay, I can kind of see that. I was all over the place. <laughs> and once I got on the path, this path was already straight. But he directed me. He guided me. He directed me. Another uh, translation is, he will show you which path to take. These aren't just words. God will show you which path to take. There's, there's nothing we have to worry about. As I was sitting down here thinking about uh, the message, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out the plan of salvation, what God has for you. There are so many people out there trying to figure this out and put the puzzles together and this. The scripture says not even a fool is going to err therein. By the way, that's what I was. And by the way, that's what I still am <laughs> sometimes. Not meaning to be. Sometimes I'm just not as smart as some other people. But that's okay. Not even a fool is going to get this wrong. All I have to do is follow Proverbs 3. And you can't go wrong because I don't have to figure out the path. <laughs> He's going to figure out the path. All I need to do, and I'm getting ahead of myself, is the beginning of that scripture, is to trust. That's it. To trust. I don't have to. Yes, study to show yourself approved. Go to college. Do, do all those things. But you know what? I'm getting way ahead of myself. God will guide and direct us. I don't know. If you're not very good at puzzles, you don't have to put the whole puzzle together. At that time, God will say, there it is. There's the piece that you need. Wow, that took 72 years to figure that piece out. <laughs> no. I wanted to give you that piece when you were 72 years old. It's not about you. It's about him. It's about trusting. It's about surrendering. It's about listening. It's not about doing. It's about undoing. For the first leg, he will guide and direct your paths. When I read that, I was here last night, and I was typing the lesson because it's interesting how God works. I knew I had to bring this lesson, and I've been thinking and praying, and you know, for God to give me something, because I can't bring a lesson on my own. And he wasn't giving me anything. That's okay. I rested in that because I know how he works. I wonder if he laughs sometimes. Then he just like <laughs> opens up the floodgates, and you're like, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I type with two fingers, you know. But the word that came to me is, and I said it, you become unstoppable. Unstoppable. Brother Andy, you shouldn't say that. That's kind of, world. no, no, no. Through God, God, through you, you become, seriously, unstoppable. Do you know anyone in the Bible that was unstoppable? Well, they died at the end. Well, we're all going to die at the end. <laughs> kind of. You know, there's another, there's the, the next step, the good step. But uh, 
Um, I was thinking of Paul. Paul was unstoppable. I was stoned. They, you know, they stoned me. I was this, I was that. We too, through Christ, can be, can be unstoppable. Why are you saying that, Brother Andy? Because here's the thing. Sometimes we think we are limited and we don't do anything and I can't do this and I'm too scared and there is a path that Jesus wants you to go down and he wants to use you as an empty vessel and he needs you to be unstoppable. He needs you to have power, the power that he gives to you. When I read that song, uh, 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 that, and I thought of that thought, there's a song out there called Unstoppable. Any of you listened to or heard it before? Unstoppable? Just me. Oh, okay, there's some, uh, some of you have heard it. It's not necessarily a Christian It's not a Christian song, but I thought, I want to see what this unstoppable being is talking about. So I, I, I took out, I looked up the lyrics, and I'll read them to you. It says, I put my armor on. Whoa! This isn't a Christian's. I put my armor on. I'll show you that I am. And of course, I'm taking this as a spiritual way. I'll show you that I am. <laughs> I'll, show you, I'll, I'll show you God. You know who I am is. He's here. He's now. I'm unstoppable. I, I'll put the armor on, but I'm, I put the armor on. I'm going to show you I am. It says, I'm unstoppable. I'm a Porsche without no brakes. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single game. I'm so powerful. I don't need batteries to play. I'm so confident. Yeah, I'm unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. Unstoppable today. If you're going down this path, if you have the Lord, you need to have an attitude empty of yourself. What's the scripture say? That God is looking to and fro throughout the earth, and I'm just, I don't know, I don't have it memorized. Um, looking to show himself strong. Oh, I don't even want to uh, try to say it, but God is looking for someone that is empty of themselves to show his power through. David was unstoppable. It was okay to be unstoppable, to have confidence, to know. Did he not have confidence? Yes, he did. That's a, that's a choice. Praise our God. Man. That was just the first leg. But some of the scriptures support that. Philippians 4 and 3 says, I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Right? Romans 8 and 31, for if God be for us, really, who can be against us? Do we believe these? Or are they just nicety words that encourage me sometime? Or do you grab them and eat them and they become you? 
Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of God? Basically, it says, nothing. And it, it, it tells some dramatic things. Tribulations. Don't raise your hand, but are any of you going through any tribulations? That's not a problem. It might be difficult. It might be tough. But you know what? You can go through this thing. Distress, persecutions. This is what's so interesting to me. It says not even angels, not even angels will separate you. And you're thinking, why wouldn't angel? Well, they, 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 they wouldn't, but do you know the devil has angels? Not even Satan himself can separate you. Neither powers, things present, things to come, or any creature. The scripture says um, in verse 37, we are conquerors. Actually, it goes a little bit further than that, doesn't it? We are more than conquerors. Apply that to your uh, resume. <laughs> take that, take that and hold that. That is you. So that's the last leg. So with this combination of these four legs, you can have a solid experience with the Almighty God. That's amazing to me. Okay, leg, leg number three. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. And a couple other translations says... Um, and he will show you which path to take. Well, Brother Andy, he's not shown me which path to take. Well, we'll listen to the whole, the whole, whole lesson. Another uh, translation is, uh, listen for God's voice in everything you do. Ooh. Have you done that? Do you do that? Yeah, I did that when I was first saved. Brother, and that might be telling me something. Listen for God's voice in everything you do. Everything, Brother Andy? Everything. That's the scripture. Well, that's a translation of the scripture. <laughs> Another tra uh, translation says, um, and he will guide you on the right paths. Isn't that encouraging to you? That's encouraging to me. This, this isn't just talking about, you know, there was a fad at one time. What would Jesus do? Which is a good thought. What would Jesus do? But this is a couple notches above that. It's nice to know what Jesus would do. But we can't assume what Jesus would do. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, and his ways are higher. Than, and we assume that we know that he, what he would do? Well, we know to be kind, to be loving, to... We know all that stuff, right? But wouldn't we be better off if we asked him? <laughs> well, I have a problem with that, Brother Andy. I've never seen God. I've never seen Jesus. He's never audibly talked back to me. Let me tell you something. He said, 
If you ask, you shall receive. Some of us don't receive because we don't ask. Ask and he will answer you. Jesus cannot not answer you. Let that sink in. He, he told us to ask and we shall receive, to knock and doors will be open, to seek and we shall find. It would be a cruel joke if he didn't. There's no way we can trust in him. But if you trust in him, you can ask him. He's not always going to answer you right now. And there's a perfect time where he's going to give you the answer. But you can trust that he's going to show you. You can trust that he's going to guide and direct you in the right path. You can trust him for everything you do. Ask. Don't assume. Ask. Physically ask. Mentally ask. Ask in prayer. And then wait. Patiently with confidence and with trust, the answer's going to come just right on time. Just like when I was preparing for this lesson, I would like to have the lesson two weeks ago. But if it comes yesterday, I just knew. What's so interesting is I'm trusting, tru I'm trusting and trusting Jesus. And he comes in at the last second and says, it's like, I can't do this. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> so as I'm trusting, we're talking about trust. <laughs> I get this. So ask him. Get used to asking him. Get used to acknowledging him in all your ways because his ways are so much higher than your ways. Okay, we're down to leg number two out of the four. Lean not unto your own understanding. Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a lot of us do a lot of leaning in that direction. And I'm not pointing fingers, because a lot of it come back at me. <laughs> Lean not unto your own understanding. See, the knowledge that you've accumulated till now, these are things that you have learned, right? The problem is with learning things is that it's incomplete. Do you know what I mean? There is not one thing on earth or out of earth or anything here that we know all of everything about. Does that make sense? Everything about. Not even one thing. We know the complete everything about it. Not even one. It's incomplete. That's why we shouldn't, well, you're saying we shouldn't learn to show ourselves approved? I didn't say that. I say study. We need to learn. Part of our mission down here is to learn. But don't lean on that what you learned. You don't need to, to do that. You lean on the one that has all the answers. Acknowledge him. Don't lean on your own understanding. That table will fall eventually. Doesn't matter how smart you are or unsmart you are. You can trust in God. It's incomplete. Have any of you ever been wrong? 
Yeah. Three of you. Wow. <laughs> I could see this was the message we were supposed to bring. <laughs> it's hard to say you're wrong. I, for me, I don't know why, but I'm telling you, you don't have to be wrong if you're just following Christ, acknowledging him, leaning on him, and the, as the scripture says, not to um, lean on your own understanding. And I'm, like I said, learn all you can, uh, but let him figure it out. <laughs> And follow him, and things will work out so much better. Because to be polite, a lot of us are inaccurate. We don't have a full, we don't know everything about a single thing. We only know a small piece of the whole. So lean not into your own understanding. So the last leg I want to talk about is uh, verse 5, the very beginning. It says, trust in the Lord. With all thy heart, trust. Trust is an action word, right? Not trusting with our lips, but tr trusting with actions. And I wanted to explain this with a, a real live example on what, how trust really works. So, oh, well, hello there. Uh, Hello, I'm Jesus. Hi. I heard you talking about trust. Would you like to, uh, some help with that? Oh, that would be so helpful. Uh, yeah, so uh, what do we do? How do we get started? Do you trust me? Of course I trust you. All right, so turn around, and we're going to do a trust fall. Okay. Wait a second. Um, Jesus, you, as you already know this, when I was a kid, my brother was doing the same thing to me, and... He said, let's do a trust fall. And you know what? He, he, he didn't care. Your brother is, Randy? Yeah. Is there anything else? <laughs> we got something else we can do with, about trust? Do you trust me? Yeah, I, I trust you. Okay, well, let's do a trust fall. Turn around, close your eyes, and then we're going to, you just fall straight back, and I'll, I'll catch you. Well, if that's the way you want to, hold on a second. I got an idea. Okay. Just a sec. I hope you don't mind, but um, uh, okay, okay. So, did you want me to stand on the mattress, or no? Just right there, and you can Over catch here. me from there. Okay, um, so I'll just. Okay, so you stand up there, and if you trust me, just go ahead and fall on back, and I'll, I'll get you. Okay. Okay? On the count of three. One, two, three. Hold, hold on, hold on, Jesus. Just I, one more thing, just a second. Um, okay. Oh. oh, there's more. Okay. I so trust you. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I thought you said you trust me. Yeah, I, I, I so trust you, but this is just in case you get distracted or a freak accident happens or, um, you know, we got to use wisdom too when we're trusting. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, all right, so let's go. Let's just do it. You ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Wait, second. Nope. <laughs> just one second. I'm sorry. I'll just be right there. It's fine. Okay. I'm feeling better about this, Jesus. Okay. It's cute. Yeah, thank you. I'm ready. Okay, you I'm, ready now? I'm ready. Okay, so on the count of three, you're just going to fall back and I'll catch you. One, two, three. so bad. I thought you said you trust me, Andy. That's not real faith. No? Real faith is letting go and trusting me. You mean, what about this stuff? Get rid of this. Take off your helmet. No, not the helmet. You're serious. Turn around. Which way do you want to do it? This way? Or do you want to fall backwards this way so they can see your face? You're the boss. Okay. I'm trusting you. Close your eyes. And fall backwards or forward? Fall backwards into my arms. Oh, man. And I will catch you. Trust me. You ready? <sighs> Hold on a second. I do trust you, but I'm scared. It's I'm okay scared. to be scared. I'm scared. It's okay to be scared. It's natural to be scared. You just need to let go. And trust Jesus. You ready? Okay. Three, two, one, fall. <laughs> you did it! Thank you. Thank you. That was great. So that's that's trust. Wow, that felt good. Let's do that again. He, he actually caught me. It felt so good to be caught when I was falling. It felt wonderful. Let's do that again. Wait, yeah. I'm still scared. Tell me when. Three, two, one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for helping out, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you for trusting me. You're welcome. Oops. Let me get this back here. Have you ever done a trust fall? It is so hard. It is so nerve-wracking. You are so vulnerable. You have expectations and visions of being dropped. That somehow it's not going to work out. That you're going to get hurt. You're going to get hurt once again from someone you trusted in that hurt you. But it's not, that's not how Jesus works. We can trust him. Thank you, Lord.
we can trust in the Lord. When I trusted him the first time, it wasn't with all my heart. I set up safety nets. <laughs> you know what safety nets are? These are these things that you have built up in your life. So when you fall, they'll catch you. Here in America, we have so many safety nets. Here in America, I think this is one of the toughest places to ever live because it's easy not to trust God because we have air mattresses and pillows and you, you know what I'm saying. Think of the safety nets that you put up in your life where you don't have to trust Christ. We need to cut those nets. We need to take those nets down. We need to lean not unto our own understanding and wisdom and rationality. Serving Jesus is not rational. <laughs> it is not. Not in this side, <laughs> but it is on the other side. Praise God. To, to, to truly trust in Jesus, you have to surrender. You surrender your life your thoughts, your plans, your, the things you're scared of that's going to happen. You have to let those go. You have to give those to Jesus. We have to lean not onto our own understanding and trust that he is going to work it out in his time, not in our time. The thing about trusting, it's scary. It's okay to be scared to trust in Jesus. It's a scary thing to fall. But you're falling into God's arms. And when you do, you just proved that he will catch you. The problem is it's just so hard to let go. It's so hard when you're grabbing on with all your might and strength. I don't know. I hope you don't think ill of me using this analogy. We have an analogy of a rope. And when you know when you can't do it any longer, tie a knot at the end of it and hang on more. I understand that. And you need to do that when it's concerning your salvation. You never want to let go of your salvation. But the problem is, here's the problem. This is your rope. When you come to the end of your rope, don't tie a knot in it. When you come to the end of your rope, loosen the grip on your fingers. Feel it slipping and fall. Fall into the arms of Jesus. Trust him with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He'll not only direct your path, he'll catch you. Every single time. Praise our God. Praise our God. Jesus wants us to stop being Lord of our lives. He wants us to stop being control freaks. He wants us to stop making things happen. He's longing for us to trust him and let go of some things.
Do you trust Jesus? No, really. Do you really trust Jesus? Are you willing to cut those safety nets that you've made so when you fall? Well, I, I'm just being rational, Brother Andy. If so, if you're willing to take down the safety nets in your life, let me tell you what you will experience. Not pillows. You'll experience the arms of Christ. It feels so good falling into the arms of the Savior. You'll always want to trust him. And, and some trust falls are harder than others. Start with the smaller ones and work your way up to the bigger ones because trust equals more trust. Put your life into Jesus' hands so he can catch you in his arms. Let go. Surrender to him. Let him guide and direct your, your, your path. So if you're not a Christian um, today, or if you are a Christian, you can use these principles in your life to draw closer to him. See, you know, it's so interesting when we talk about Christians, us, you know, some people think it's our job. It's our job to lead souls to Jesus. That's not our job. Brother Andy, no. Our, that's God's job. He's the one that's going to lead souls to him. You know what our job is? And I hope we're doing this. This is our job that we need to focus in or on. Our job is to follow him. Our job is to trust him. And when we trust him and we focus on him, guess what? And you, you surrender to him. This is on the other side of trust. Now, aha, now I can use you to, to, for me to draw souls unto me. I can, I can draw souls through you. We can't save people with my thoughts and my knowledge and my abilities and my things that I've learned by reading the scriptures. But if I trust him and I follow him, he's guiding and directing my path. I'm leaning on him and I'm not leaning on to my own understanding. There's a candidate right there. I can use you now. You, you remember who one of the most powerful leaders there was? back in the Old Testament? It was Moses. Moses was the meekest man upon the earth. And it's kind of interesting where they said Moses led the people out of Egypt, right? Well, Moses did not lead the people out of Egypt. It was God through Moses <laughs> that led them. You want to be, be invincible? You want to be powerful for God? Surrender. Let go. Let go of the fear that you're holding on to. What's going to happen if you let go and you fall? Trust him. Trust him. And see what he'll do for you. Surrender to him. I know it's going to um, feel uncomfortable, 
but we can let go. The scripture says you must die to live, right? In a sense, die to our wills so we can be alive unto Christ. So let's go back to that scripture, Proverbs 3. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Action. Do it. With every bit of you, you have to trust in. God, help me to trust in you. Help, help my belief or my unbelief. Help my untrust. God will help you. But you got to give him a chance. And giving him a chance is cutting those safety nets that we put up. You have to be like a child. How a child to their parents, how they so trust their parents. You see some of these dads with their little kids. <laughs> we would think it's crazy today for someone to do that to us. Trust. Trust as a child again, like you used to many years ago. If you're stuck anywhere in your life, anywhere, go through these scriptures, Proverbs. Trust in the Lord. Lean not unto your own understanding. Acknowledge him, and he'll guide and direct thy paths. Praise God. So that's all we have for this morning.